Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding <laughs> happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I am back. I am back. I feel more like me. Oh my gosh. I'm not 100% yet, but I feel so much better. It was weird how over the last week or two, I had become like kind of like disconnected from my body and, and, or maybe more connected. I don't know, but it was just like, I felt so heavy and numb and, and just, yeah, I was tired and overwhelmed. So I am feeling my body coming back. I'm feeling this, uh, um, like, uh, almost aliveness, you know, like, um, the difference between a limp fruit, uh, no, a limp piece of celery or carrot in your fridge and one that's fully vital. That's, that's the difference I'm feeling in my body. It's pretty cool. So today I wanted to go deeper into this idea of non-attachment, detachment, um, unattachment. I don't know what the word is to tell you the truth, but I, um, I got some feedback from one of my friends yesterday and it really made me realize that more has to be said on this. Excuse me. Stuff is coming up to be released. So get this. This experience of detachment or, or whatever it's called, it will come to you. You do not need to go find it. And it will come to you as you are loving yourself unconditionally, as you are falling in love with yourself and the world around you, you will begin to let go of an attachment to outcomes, people, places, things, and opportunities, whatever. So you'll begin to let go of some sort of ideas or beliefs associated with everything in this planet. And, you know, if you're... um in a certain place, that may sound scary. That may even sound like, well, if I'm not attached to someone, then how can I love them? But when we're not attached, when we're not attached, we can actually love more because we're being fully present in this moment and loving what is, not loving our idea of what it should be or our controlling it or our ability to know it will be there tomorrow or um, how it's going to benefit us. This stuff is out the window. Now we're fully in flow with where universe, where source, energy, God wants us to be because we are not attached to the story that, uh, well, I should be here or this has got a bigger payout. Um, There's more benefits for me in this spot. You know, we're not thinking it. We're not manipulating with our thoughts, our experience. And even to the point where if I have a belief um, that someone should treat me a certain way or then I can get very resentful when they don't. And on top of that, 
we could be manipulating our environment in such a way that we're not even experiencing it as it is. Because our attachment to beliefs and thoughts can make something, can twist something away from the purity of what it is. So imagine all that. Because I, I'm um, feeling lighter and I'm feeling more in flow with the inspired action. <clears throat> now, I in the past, I've had beliefs about neatening things up, making things orderly, uh, you know, like uh, expectations of others and what they expect and getting on point with that. I've had all this other stuff and got, you know, like kind of shoving me through my day. And now more than ever, I can recognize the difference between a thought shoving me through my day and inspired action and loving myself and highest, uh, serving the highest good of all. So in this serving the highest good of all, we will be fully served, fully delighted, fully pleased and pleasured and enjoyed. And it's just, it's just, we don't know what it will look like. So in the past where we could imagine, we knew going to this ice cream shop and ordering this special flavor ice cream was going to bring us a lot of enjoyment. Now, instead of going and replaying the past, right, which does lose its, um, its efficacy. I don't know if that's the right word, but it loses uh, its ability to to give us the same experience again and again. So, um, but so if instead of doing that, we were inspired and we were okay. So, say we wanted ice cream instead of just going. Well, I always go here and I always get this, and I'm going to do that. Instead of doing that, what if you just tuned within and said, okay, what? Like you just felt from within what the ice cream experience was going to be. You know, you decided, you're co-creating now. This is co-creating. So at a deep level, you tuned within and you were like, I want, I want to create ice cream. I want to create an ice cream experience. So then now if we're open to the universe co-creating with us, it could be a new place to check out. It could be an adventure for the day. It could be buying an ice cream machine. It could be uh, making vegan ice cream with a food processor or a blender. It, it, it could be anything. And because it's coming through inspired action, it's the highest frequency. It's the highest frequency and it will be divine. I can tell you. Okay. So let me give you a great example of that. Um, so I had this friend, Christina, I have this friend and she is, we used to hang out all the time together and we would go places, um, do errands together and run around. And a lot of times we'd pass these, like what looked like little dive, awesome restaurants. And, uh, we would be like, Oh my God, we should try that. But we would never have time when we were out and about. So I started to formulate, like, how can we try these restaurants? Right. And so we started to co-create this idea of having a taste New Jersey day or a taste the world day. Because it was all these different, um, all these different ethnicities of restaurants too. So we were like, oh my God, wouldn't it be fun to set aside an afternoon and to just go and taste everything? And so we liked this idea a lot. And so then we actually did it. We actually like planned it. And then I had this idea that we'd each put in like $30 or $45 or something. We took Bella with us and, um, we just got a journal 
<laughs> it was so funny because our intention was to like fully document everything, but we were so in the moment that we barely documented it at all. It was just like, we were so enjoying it. But this is what happened, okay? So when we started our drive out, now mind you, before, every time we got in a car, we saw restaurants, like every time, short little jaunts here and there. And we're like, what? Where did that come from? That looks like a great restaurant. So here we are, we get in the car and we decide not to, we decide to just go, just go, like not know where we were going. So we started to drive. And then the idea too was to go into these, um, to just, we weren't looking for the restaurants we'd seen, we'd seen before. We were just doing what we always did, just going and then letting it, the inspired action kind of pull us into places. So it also had to be a place that would, that, that called to us, you know, like if there was three places, it was only going to be one of them kind of thing. Um, or if there's three places, it might be none of them. So it, it was this idea that we were on this like adventure mission, uh, yeah, an adventure. We were traveling. We were, even though we were near home, it just was like the exploration of the unknown. That's what it was. So, oh my goodness. So we, uh, we started driving and for a half an hour, we couldn't stumble across one restaurant. Go figure. And we were like, what? This is so crazy. But then we did start finding them. And then we had to set like then we were inspired to have new parameters. So the new parameter when we found a restaurant was, well, we don't want to eat a whole meal because we'll never get anywhere. We'll never taste anything else. So we thought we'll buy the thing that they feel most represents them. Like we'll buy the one thing and we'll all taste it. We'll all share it. So it might be an appetizer or something, but it was never like a full dish. It was just something that they cooked that really represented their cooking. So we went to six places six. It was amazing. And one was a gourmet donut shop. Um, one was, um, a barbecue place, a Mexican place. God, I can't even remember all the ones we didn't go to an, a Chinese or an Asian one. I don't think. Oh, but I, I, a Jamaican maybe, I don't know. We went to all these different places and we, uh, it took like, I want to say three hours, three hours. It might've been six hours. No, it was, I think three hours. And, um, it was so exciting. I mean, we were living at our highest frequency during this time. We were laughing and we were just, um, the food was exquisite and delicious. And and then when we were done, <coughs> we had pulled our money in the beginning. And when we were done and I handed us the money, like we split the leftover money up again, we found out we had only spent... $15 each to eat for three hours and be totally full. It was amazing. And that was for three of us. And it was so much fun. But that's what I'm talking about. We can be living everything at our highest potential if we let go of outcomes and we uh, are able to detach. But when we, we detach, like I said, first of all, that's going to happen on its own because you are in a practice now of already releasing the beliefs that do not serve the highest good of all, releasing thought when it comes up, recognizing that uncontrolled thought is addiction. You know, this is the, these are these little root things that as we start to take responsibility and ownership in our own experience for having the life we truly want, which ultimately is one of unconditional love to return to source energy, then uh, all of this stuff starts to wrap up. And I even had a friend contact me yesterday 
And it was so incredibly beautiful because he was able to let go of his attachment to controlling others, to controlling uh, the, I don't know, the like jealousy, uh, controlling others and, and managing like uh, his relationships with people. So <clears throat> I thought that was really amazing. And I was so happy for this person because this uncontrolled thought of jealousy, for instance, is yet another addiction. And when we can release these and become free of them, we can become more at home in unconditional love and knowing source energy and the truth of who we are. And this is coming back to that idea. Remember, I was I, a couple of days ago, the idea that who are you without all these identifiers? Who are you without your name, without your body, without your career? You know, <clears throat> all these things that people identify with and create these stories that this is who I am. And it is not. It is not who you are in the least. These are all experiences that you are choosing to have, tools you are choosing to use. It is that simple. So we have this amazing insight now to step into a world fully by choice. Choice that I have this body. I recognize the choice to have this body. I recognize the choice to have the career I have, to engage the passions that I have. And recognizing that these are choices, you know, to honor the people around me because they're around me, right? So I chose them. I created this reality. I brought in these different people and I can choose to appreciate them. And if I'm not appreciating, I can choose to find what there is to be grateful about and let go of the other, you know, just to let go of what I don't appreciate to let go of it, let go of the thought that it should be something else. We find it so much easier when we are unattached to outcomes. Like if I have to fix people all the time and I'm attached to them getting better when they're around me, then I can't walk away to serve the highest good of all when it's time. Like if someone was beating me, that would not be serving the highest good of all. You know, so I have to be able to be unattached at some, at many levels to be able to say, hmm, I understand that you're in pain and I understand this is how you choose to express it, but I am not going to be part of this expression of your pain. You know, this is not how I can help you. This is not how I can serve you. And maybe there's someone else out there who can better serve you so that this is not the expression of your pain, right? So yay, yay, yay. I, um, I want to continue, you know, to clarify things for you so that you can understand. So bottom line, if you're still doing your self-care week, which I would uh, like so encourage you to do, wow, big release. I guess that was for me to continue my self-care week. So if you're still continuing this self-care week, which I highly recommend, then I would say that uh, to recognize that loving yourself unconditionally is the root totally the root. And by doing uh, that, you're going to bring yourself into this uh, experience of unattachment, the experience of loving yourself more, being in the co-creative force energy of being able to create the life that you want, being able to create everything you want, 
and and just having this full 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 life experience which I, I it's wild anyway sending you so much love and so much hugs bye now for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is Gemma Fawcett, host of that happiness show